0: Okay, let's continue with the is um, Received, uh, we have a Marmakam I want to get to, maybe even a second one, we're in the middle of Avram Zon's uh, questions, so we'll go back to him first, and he wanted to know why is it mutter, is it mutter, to use the vernacular and all sorts of slang like yo or hey or oh man and all those things. Minig oh, is Although it's very strange, um, I think a lot of people are using it in their proper letters, like, hey, hey Yehuda, or something, instead of like, dear Yehuda, or esteemed Yehuda, or something like that. So it might not be that. But it's totally in the Machaikas we had from about two, three weeks ago, whether the Yudchas Dov and Yishami to use a Goya Shalosh either very fancy or slang. Is included. Remember, we saw whenever we never really answered this question, the Babli seems to say, as a list of Yilch Hasdarvan, it's not in there, but the Hashami does, but it's brought down the Hsam Sefer. And the question is, uh, how far does that go? There is a hider to talk refined and to not pick up these uh, slang. Uh, Lashaynas, it's hard to say it's in the so although it probably should be avoided, suddenly, according to the Chsam Sefer. So, how do you speak, not speak of fine English? <laughs> Well, that's what... Remember, remember, we got a lot of mileage on that. You could speak a... There were two issues. There were two angles on that, Yushami. One is to speak a very highfalutin language like the uh, dukes and the uh, lords and the professors. to Dafka sound like them. The key is, it doesn't mean you can't speak proper English in terms of the Shaboy. It means trying to emulate the high society or the low society in this case with the yo and the hey and, the, and all, the other, uh, all the other issues. To say... That it's absolutely, so it's hard because we had that shayla. It's not the Yeruchaz in and the Bavli. Some 7 does bring it down. So that's a, a mini chazara of that sugi we spent two weeks on. Again, to say it's clearly also is is difficult. Uh, this next one is a very important shayla. Would listening to gayish music be an issue of chukasayim? Chuk 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 if you're listening because the music sounds great, not because you want to copy the gayim. Okay. If you hold the music sounds good. Then um, I'm not going to discuss that part. There are a number of huge issues in listening to Ayusha music. The first and foremost is not the chukusayim issue, it's the pritzos and the Giri yahayatze and the decadent culture that you're listening to and being bombarded with, and it rubs off. It's horrible for the shama, and it's not good for you. I'm talking about the heavy metal, the rock, and all what these about, things. What about the classical? Yeah, so, so say. So the classical is uh, there are a number of different sugis over here. We never actually, in this year, covered the sugi of the Churban and the listening to music, but Chlal, it's it's more limited to listening to live music over wine or when you get up or when you go to sleep. It's not Allah used to do that. That's like an extra luxury. And I remember I once mentioned this and somebody said, in camps, they have it blaring over the loudspeaker, all the latest hits. I said, well, you, if you're asking the question, you obviously don't remember camp too well. But the first thing we did when we heard that is throw pillows at the loudspeaker. <laughs> We, we, no one was rejoicing. No one got the. The idea was that everybody should jump out of bed and say "Yeah, Modani" and start dancing the way to shul and be on time. Uh, that often didn't happen. Uh, uh, let's let's be. It, it was to encourage. It's better to wake up to that than to uh, um, something else that doesn't have Kedusha. and It's supposed to infuse you with a certain enthusiasm, which it did. But I don't. We didn't have too many Lamed Vovniks in the. In the, uh, in the bunk, that as soon as they heard it, their first expression was to jump out of bed and dance. So that's the heter. And they do it. They do it in camp, and that's the heter And uh, even if you're enjoying it a little bit, that's not what Chazal Asr. So that's one aspect. The Zechul aspect, where is that asr? The main problem here is the Pritzos and the Giria Yitzhar and the uh, decadent culture that you're listening to and getting into and the foul language and all that. So it's a huge problem on all those fronts, and it's probably an issue. Chukasayim, if you get into the culture via this aspect of the culture, which is huge, the music defines the culture, the counterculture, whichever part of the culture you're aiming at. Music in the '60s was the counterculture, and you can't say, "Well, that's not chukasayim," because I just enjoy it. Because the Rama, this is not the girl. This is the Rama. This is when you get into something that's prehistoric in nature. That's Ga'ishinay. That's the. That's the of shita you know, Besides the Dvarashtus, you could say maybe the Gorah wouldn't be also. It was only also as Dvarashtus, but the Gora agrees to everything say plus being a Dvarashtus. So listening to Gajh music has many, many issues. And those who do have, I've spoken to many teenagers and adults about this. They all know, the ones that are honest know that it's not right and uh, they're trying to wean themselves off and ultimately if they get into their learning and, they, and uh, she gets into her. From Kradney, Yerusha, and and Musa they'll wean themselves off. It's uh, today, especially, we're all trying to keep our children away from the Internet as much as possible and uh, downloading this, that and the other thing, and all the horrors that brings with it. If your kid is into Gaisha music, that's going to come with the territory. because nobody's into it is not watching music videos and downloading Kol Avish above them. So now, as it's worse, it's 100 times worse than it was in the '60s and '70s, because it doesn't just come with music now. It comes with mamish. you're letting the whole decadent society into your earbud and your living room uh, when you're doing that, and you can't separate the two. There's nobody I know who, will be honest enough to admit it, is just listening to music when they happen to get a CD. You'll know, ask kids today, what's a CD? you know, ask the adults, will say, what's a CD for a different reason? <laughs> they're still with the tapes. Uh, the very old ones. They don't, nobody's listening to CDs, they're downloading music, and they're going online, and they're downloading videos, and down- it's a big problem. The internet itself is a problem, but this you can't uh, separate. So yes, this is uh, a big issue of uh, getting into their uh, society, into their menhagim, and this is a chukoseim issue as well, but it starts with an even bigger issue, and that is Giri Yetzirah and the, and the priesthood. So I'm glad somebody sent that in as an official email. What about Jewish music, which is using their Jewish lyrics to their to... There are a lot of people, I might have saying that being sarcastic, so a lot of the Jewish music, uh, modern Jewish music, is, uh, sounds very much like Asian music, and no, 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 some no, no, of it I does. Mean, I mean, I'll, just, I can, uh, I'll just give you an example. Okay, so there are many be... examples. You're saying, can you kosher it? The answer is maybe yes. How's that for a firm answer? Firm, clear-cut answer. Uh, a resounding maybe. Uh, because there, there might be precedent for taking certain igunim that sounds uh, heitzik and incorporating it but again, that's only when uh, it's done in a way mm. where it's not going to be and from the venue in which it's being used. Like the time when somebody told me they were in a certain shul, which I remain nameless, and a certain fellow, who shall remain nameless, got up and had a very, very nice tune to Lechel uh, Dodi, was looking for new tunes. And... Um, after he got killed uh, by the Canaan. He said, I don't understand. They were written by two nice Jewish boys. (laughs) (laughs) So those two boys shall remain nameless. Uh, They learned in a very famous deshiva shall remain nameless, which is now in Staten Island, I think. Uh, started off on the Lower East Side. And yes, they learned there, lower grades, and they were Jewish. Is that a redeeming quality? I don't know. The truth is is that their music is probably more tame than anything anybody's listening to today. But... The guy said it was, it was horrendous. He was in the show like people were smiling and cracking up, and then they started singing other oh, tunes that after. To... That's, that's a Zilzil bass It's a Zilzil artila. So, you, certainly, you want to take a tune from a Russian band from 400 years ago that nobody knows where its, uh, it's a nefarious uh, intent. Uh, often, those uh, marching things would be used in armies, and the Tsar's army didn't like this too much. But whatever, that, if nobody knows the Makara, then there's, uh, the discussion starts. But Not if uh, there are people alive who remember Shimon and what's the other guy's name? Oh. No, I know, but what's his Hebrew name? Oh. <laughs> I try not to mention, uh, the truth is song. yeah, Simon was his last name, I think, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, whatever the first name was, Chaim Yankel and, uh, and uh, Harry uh, whatever, Shmeril. Um But that's not a reason to use it in shul when people are, uh, like the whole, the whole Kabbalah Shabbos is out of control. I guarantee you, it didn't elevate anybody's neshama coming into the Shabbos. That's for sure. So, the answer that's the answer to your question, is you cannot do that. The church music, also classical music, okay? so that's not for now. The classical music has a separate problem with the Zechel Churbim. Some of it is, uh, whatever, it's, a, it's really a different schmutz. Um We have enough of an issue with the lyrics of the uh music today which is being passed off as music which is what causes the giri <laughs> and it's not just the lyrics it's the lyrics the tempo and it brings out the animalistic and in, in the humanoids the two-legged people who are listening to it and uh those two-legged people shouldn't be your children or yourself that's the uh, that's the main idea behind this okay this next uh Shaila is from um Dube dick who's a young man in lakewood and he is a regular listener, and he has had many emails over the, uh, over the year. This latest one, which I have in front of me, he's asking an interesting question. We mentioned that Lashon uh their rise Lashon HaKadosh, is because the language has kedusha. remember we were discussing this in our long discussion not that long ago about the kedusha of Yiddish and the kedusha of Lashon HaKadosh, and why they dafka switched to Yiddish, and they didn't want to use Lashon HaKadosh because... Lashon Kaidish is so holy they don't want to use it for everyday language, which might have been one of the reasons why they developed Yiddish by the Ashkenazim and Ladino by the Tsardim. And his question is you look at the Rambam and uh, look at the Ramban as well. They seem to say the Lashon Kaidish is called Lashon Kaidish because it doesn't have any bad words in it. He says, Is that a steerer to the other reasons given? And the answer is no. The answer is the Lashna Kedish can be called Lashna Kedish for many reasons. One of the reasons is indeed that there are no bad words. They don't have language without bad words. They're all the bad words that are being used today, Ramadan, <coughs> and and it's modern Hebrew, are imported. There's no way to describe anything. The uh, pizza steak, right? There's just no bad words. And that indeed is one of the reasons why it's Lashna Kedish, or one of the reflections of the fact that it's Lashna Kedish. There are many, many riots besides the ones we spoke about during Shir a few weeks back. There is a uh, Gemara, Sanhedrin, I think I made reference to this, where the Gemara says that, we see the lashon. it's a Sukkot, it's a Hedgen, a Chof, Aleph, this Gemara reads like a magic plea the first time you hear it. There are a lot of Ahrenim discussing what this means, famous Shulis, Radvaz, and others. Taira was given, Taira, Taira, the Sefer of Taira, wrote, the Luchus. Sounds like it's given Savivri. If you ever saw a picture of Savivri, you wouldn't be able to make heads or tails out of it. Look at the list side by side. It looks like hieroglyphics. The it doesn't. Uh, it was used by many Jews. The question is when, and the more important question is why. So, <laughs> And as it came back, he brought back Shuris, and they were using Lashonarami, and then the Gemara says they chose Lashonar Kadesh, and um, they chose Shuris. And they got rid of the Ksaivivri and they gave it to the Kusim, and the Kusim are still using the Ksavivri, all eight of them, out of Yamazan. They're, they're a tourist trap there on uh, Hagrizim, which you shouldn't go because it's a temple of Ravarazar. There That people who do, and they asked me why I didn't tell them that beforehand. I said, I don't normally discuss all your tourist uh, activities of your trip to Israel, but you shouldn't go there. And there's a high priest there who's still there, and they'll show you Sefer Terim, the Like So, like says it was given to the Kusim, we took Savashur. Savashur is our regular. Uh, Block lettering, which has Kadusha, many Muslims in the lettering. Okay. Oh. The question, what? It was, it, was, it was very used, yes? Because You can't read it. The letters, I, I'd like a couple of them look familiar. The problem here is how can the Gemara say that the Torah was given to the The Torah means Luchas and the Sifri Ter. If the, the Luchas, the Gemara, and Megillodarshans, there were certain letters, benais. In the thing, they don't correspond to like they They're just like five million kashas on this. How can it be? Yes? Why, why, is, it, why is it considered a the Vodazara? They, they believe in one God. Pure vodazara. They have, the reason they drummed them out of Judaism, the reason they, the says, the reason they realized that they were not real, not just, they found a great golden eagle that they were bowing down to on the top of their thing. And they were, and they're, they're, they're curfim for sure. Whether they're actually doing a vodazara now, they're Kirfim, mm-hmm. they, they got rid of Tarush Balpev, uh, like, like the so like, like the Reform Jews. yeah. yeah. I wouldn't allow you to visit in the tourist thing reform temple either. Right, but it's not considered a vodzar. Right? It was. The, the says they were found to be real hardcore of the Whether they're still actively doing it today, that I can't uh, mm-hmm. that I can't say. But they're kafrim. Okay they're probably not Jewish, and if they are, they're probably but by the... It's because they don't have getting a condition, They, they had no Are pet. So... Referring to the karam or... the karam also karam also they, they they are like karam, but the original kusim were didn't accept. They were very angry at us because, uh, this is the whole Shiloh, whether or not they were Jewish, Gary Arias, Gary Emes, but they were become our mortal enemies. We didn't want them to join in the Binyan Abayit, Binyan Abayit Shaini. And they were, out of the rejection, they came, but there was a reason they were rejected. Because we didn't been involved in the project because the project involved Kedusha and they weren't acting like that. So anyway, so all seven of them left. Uh, and the thing, it's one, when they offer that in the tour, just uh, skip it. Uh, so Kashi is how can the Gemara say there was a, once upon a time that the Luchus and the Sifritere were given in Ksav Ivri? how can that be so the Radvas and others say the secret is as follows the Luchus are written in Ksav Ashuris it's no not, not Ksav not Aramis and and the original Sifritere given to Klay Yisrael well, were Moshe um, Rabbein wrote Sifritere I'll read to as Lashon over here um, they took the Luchas, No, Luchas were not on display because nobody was allowed to look at it. Misham Yeshio La So the time of Rabbeinu, from Kapalsa Teira onwards, nobody really saw it. They put it away. <coughs> when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, gave over the Masari, he gave it over to the Echidim, to Aaron, to uh the tourists of the Aces. And it wasn't in use because of the tremendous, tremendous kedushas aksav. It wasn't used. So Luchas had them for sure. And he goes on to say that uh, the the sifetar written by Mersham and the twelve were not even written in ksav That's a chiddush. They're written in ksav I would have thought that those are writing sava shuris, but they weren't shown to the masses either. It's just the original uh, office copy, for lack of a better word. That should have each shave, it should have a safer terror. But he goes so far to say the only luchos are written sava shuris, and it basically came out. And there's a context of Gemara over here. The writing on the wall with Belshazzar in the middle the famous expression, writing on the wall. So there was some hand writing it, pretty scary, and they couldn't read it. They called all the chum, including the Jewish Kham, and nobody can read it. And then they called Daniel, and he was the only one that could read it because he was the god of Adar, and he had the Maseria. It was written in Ksavashuris. And nobody recognized the Ksav. Why is that? Ah, Luchas are given the hands nobody saw Luchas either. And they sort of put it away. And they didn't use it in everyday life because of the Kadusha shabbai. boy. Ezra from that Kufa, right after that, uh, soon after that, was uh, they, they came back and he brought it back and he reinstated Ksavashuris. And we have Ksavashuris now in circulation because of that which is a fascinating idea, but the Gemara does say, Betchila you have to say, what does that mean? The answer is, it was Nitna meaning it was used, Ksav was used, but the original Luchus of Adha wasn't Ksav What am I trying to show from there? It had such Kedusha, the, even the Ksav, that they didn't even want to use it, they're afraid somebody would, would ruin the Kedusha. And that's part of Lushna HaKodesh, is the spoken language, and the Ksav, it's not just the fact that it doesn't have any uh, bad words in it. Let's continue. Go to the copy in front of you. i still getting pushback two months after Hanukkah, about the Hanukkah gifts. Uh, I thought this is rather push it. Uh that the reason why it uh, certainly is enjoying uh, widespread popularity, in terms of many gifts for many nights, is because we live in America and it's around December 25th. Hale uh, Guyiden always liked Bimi Asher of the Minig. And there are some yeshuvim. And I said at the time, there was a minute of Hanukkah guilt, That's for sure. Shaila's how was the presence of just guilt, and how far are we going to extend it. So the best yeshuv I have, which I didn't uh, have time to speak out, then I have two, two other yeshuvim I'll share with you. Uh, Rabbi Yankev in front of you. This is from Amos the hmm. in Yeridea. And uh, he uh, here is talking about, actually it's on Archaim. Uh It's not in Chukaseim, it's in the Hanukkah. So he says... You see in the top there, Sif Aleph. Look at the footnote 583, Shayla. That's presents, not necessarily money. As we do it in December, around their holiday. That's the Kash everybody asks. And he has an interesting Yishuv. I think this is an interesting, fascinating Chidish, and I, I don't know if everybody would agree. But Rabbi Akif says this, it, so it's worthy of, of seeing it. He says the Makar, the old money in Europe, is not to give, the original Makar was not to give money to the kids, it was to give it to the Rabbi. But they used to send coins with the kids when they went to Yeshiva, the Yeshiva on Hanukkah, and they used to, or right before Hanukkah, and they used to give it to the Rabbi. So once they are given coins to the rabbi, they gave smaller denominations to the kids. And Yaakov's conjecture is that's how the Minik developed to give to the kids. That's quite a punchline. He said, if anything, I think the guy took it from us. Fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> so not only of the say, he says, they stole it from us. Now, there are plenty of things they stole from us. Palm Sunday, and they have tabernacles, and they have this, and they have all sorts of things. They, the whole, you know, the whole, whatever they took from the religion, after the was ours first, by the way. just the record. They just take it to ridiculous proportions, and that's the problem with uh, with taking a mitzvah and not having a teresh because you don't know what to do with it. You don't know what the parameters are. That's why the Gemara gives the example. We're going to get back to this. and uh, Our next sukkah, didn't wake his father up, and he lost a $100 million. And it's clear if his father woke up and he was told that, which um, sounds like it, that he would, if he was normal, he would shoot him. The answer is he wasn't that normal. So we're going to get to that. And the chidush is that if he's not that normal, the we'll kibber of aim is even if that's his neshagaz. So you got to mm-hmm. play along with it. We're going to discuss this at length. Don't worry. But that's uh, almost like a, a Gleisha cup. Like, why would he? It was $100 million. Don't the answer is no, it wasn't a Gleisha cup. It was, he was a tzaddik because he understood that even though that's ridiculous by anybody's yardstick, his father wanted his nap and he had strict orders not to wake him up. So you have to know what to, what to uh, focus on and what to bend out of shape over there. It wasn't bent out of shape, but uh, the mice, uh, uh they took many things and ruined it. And the actor says over here, this is ours first. The Kiddush, yeah. Is that a potential problem? If so, yes, yeah, so remember we saw that if it was our minute, if it's a din resa, we don't stop. If it's din darabana, we don't stop. If it's only a minute with a Makar, then maybe Rabbi Yaakov doesn't seem to be bothered by that. And the reason might be is that it's too generic. They're giving presence it's not like, <coughs> if, if taking Lulu was only a minute that was started recently, and they picked it up. Then you could discuss about them are putting greenery in the shul. Then you discuss over here they're giving gifts about the holiday time. People give the holiday time. You give gifts. Rebecca probably holds it's not, it's not specific enough to osser it because it's natural that they're giving gifts. It's holiday time. I'm, I'm adding that. But that's the what he holds. Otherwise, it would be a very good kasha. A second makar you don't have front a funny so let me just read it because we're almost out of time. This from the Avni Yashveh which is our Pesach fine handler for Pesach and Yitzisra. And he has another Yeshuv. He says, Mashanesan Deme Alto He says the reason he thinks is obvious, l esaputis. You give them a coin, you make them happy. Chocolate coins are real coins. And what is making them happy have to do with Chanukah. Khan Rambam and which we're gonna have, the next sugia which we're gonna do Mitsushanduva Yantif is the parameters of Simchasyantiv Dharesa, a mitzvah that really has to be focused on because it's not easy to do. But the Rambam says, "Kids are getting tired of Neislam clothes and geyzim and magdanes. You give them sweets, you give them walnuts. Kids are going to be thrilled with that today. You give them walnuts. You give them uh, um peanuts. You know, you have to know what works in every generation. But um then it was a specialty, and therefore, if that's true, by Yom Tov Daraisa, Gam you may simchah vahaloch. Because of Rama in Hukas Chanika, that is, you may simchah vahaloch. You may simchahs. You got to give them treats." So the many became the chaim the noygin lachalik l'mkesef matanus. Here he says the word matanus. Kibdal kaponim yishkan yimei simcha ve'kach mesamchinen sekatanim kibed yish tam hogan. And once it has a good reason, it ain't no lachash marsh noygin hagoyim bedayim So shargi yadesi kasha. But once they take it, maybe we should drop it. The answer is no. Holiday time, they given gifts. It's not specific enough, I believe, to aser it. As long as we were doing it, we're not doing it to copy them. Two wonderful yeshuvim lamaisa. I was still it down a little bit because it's when you start wrapping things and you know red ribbons and uh, red and green ribbons and you uh, put it under the menorah, you know you're in big trouble. Let <laughs> well, I me mean, just put it that way, okay? And you have one every single night. And I told you one guy said this is gavaldik. He's gonna do it for 12 days. That's when I know my mom has lost them. <laughs> you know, so uh, so you gotta know where you know you gotta know where it's coming from. But the minute as yeshuvim, if you want to do it to a smaller extent, yes? Can you use that same logic for listening to Jewish music? If it gives you a no, because over there, it's mamish, the lyrics and the tempo is horrible for your You're doing averas while you're listening to it. It's, it's, they're cursing, and they're talking about Gileiraz and Shvikas damim, and it's either violence or Gileiraz. It's the only two things that sell in this country. So if you're doing that, that's not good for your neshama. On that positive note, there's one more makar, which we're not going to get to, but the beauty is, as Kosh Baruch who designed it, uh, it's actually going to talk about birthdays, which we spent a lot of time on, and segue into Kibbutz aim in the same tshuva. And remind me, we're up to that after Pesach. In the meantime, with uh, V'tomeach. And we will be starting in Hashem, Monday after Pesach. Pesach ends on a Tuesday, you have Shlishi, something like that. So you have a couple days to unbury your desk at work. And uh, the following Monday, the following Sunday, we'll have an Avishir. The following Monday, hopefully, we'll start. This Sunday, we still have an Avishir. The Sunday afterwards... You can come and say your comments. Have a good evening.